You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Bites, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. what happens uh hello and welcome to the 70th episode of the slow ride podcast i am the little guy in minneapolis minnesota and i am spencer howe in boston massachusetts um thanks for joining us again for our uh, our second uh, tim free 100 percent tim free episode um as uh, as many of you heard last week we did fire him he is gone uh so this will be our second attempt um last week we had a, a strange you know, we tried to take some calls, and uh, we got some tweets. Um, it seemed like maybe our caller was not who we said he was, so we're trying to avoid that this week. Um, hopefully, we won't run into the same pitfall. Yeah, hopefully, we get a little more variety. Last night, we had a little little trouble with the phones. It yeah, kind of only be one, so one, one guy. Kept I don't know how through, we got yeah. it. Maybe our through. number didn't get out to enough people. We'll tweet it out again here. Okay, it's a, a five five five. Mm-hmm. Five 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 five. Okay, um, that's that's one eight hundred slow ride. <laughs> slow ride. Five five five. It's five 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 because that's always the fake number in the movies. Yeah, exactly. Um, should we just go? Should we just do it? Should we just roll to the phone? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it? it's one. Of, it's again, it's one of those weeks where there's just you know the Vuelta hasn't started. Everybody's burned out from the tour. Tour of Norway is happening, I guess, but nobody really cares about that. And. Uh, you know, yeah, let's just, uh, you know, I want to remind our listeners to uh, um, to come check us out if they're in Richmond uh, for the Worlds. Um, we're going to do a live show at the Coalition Theater. Um, tickets are going to be first come, first serve. They're going to be five bucks. Um, so, you know, we're making a shell out for that, but uh, it should be a good time. Uh, we'll have some stuff for you, hopefully some material and maybe some pro uh, appearances. Maybe not. Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> We why don't you, why don't you open up the phone process. lines here and uh, and see what's going on? Uh, now that the right. tweet's been out there for a few minutes, we've probably got some callers. What do we got? Uh, all right. So, uh, caller one, uh, go ahead. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> one-time listener, multi-time caller. Uh, mm. Just calling about track racing. Uh, uh, track racing? Tra- track racing. Um, lots of big news about Velodrome. And a uh, big return to the track was all of our exciting news. And uh, I was wondering your guys' thoughts on uh, the there... missing out elimination race at the Madison. Well, I, I didn't do a missing out. I think maybe you got you got a little confused. I did do a Madison. I think I did I did pretty well in the Madison, but I did a Kieran, uh, and I screwed that up. But I didn't do a missing out, I think, so you might have got confused. But I had a good time at the track. Wait, Thanks for wait. asking. Oh, guy, you went to the track? I went to the track. When's... Wait. When's the last On time Thursdays. you? When's the last time you raced the track? I think it was like almost exactly two years ago because it was August, I think, two years ago. Okay, I'm gonna get into your racing here, but I have one question: um, Have you reglued your tires since that last time that you raced the track? I reglued the front tire uh, is freshly glued. 
Uh, <laughs> it's one of those tires you were throwing away when you moved out of your house oh, yeah. into your apartment like four years ago. Nice. Um, <laughs> so it's a used like pan eraser or something. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't re-glue the rear tire, and it's still it's still glued well. It's not coming off because knock on wood, because I used Tubosti and not that that mastic crap that all you other weirdos right. use. Everyone else in the world seems to think it's uses mast. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And everybody else rolls tires, and I don't. So, so wait. You went to the track? I was talking about Mark Cavendish and uh, Bradley Wiggins teaming up. That's, like, boring, man. Me. That's the exciting stuff. Um, Yeah, yeah, I saw that. They held hands in the Madison? What's the the missing out thing? They did the missing out. Well, so Cavendish was looking about possibly uh, going to the Olympics for the Omnium because it will allow him to do the, uh, the five events. Yeah, uh, that's my understanding. And one of those events is the elimination race, and he said it is stupid and by far the most dangerous event in the Olympics. Now, little so guy, I, correct me if you're, I'm wrong, but the elimination race, the missing out, is your favorite event, right? It's totally my favorite event on the track, for sure. But anyway, <laughs> it's okay, awesome. Just, just check. <laughs> well, the elimination race, the little guy, you were always good at it because you were always the the devil takes the hindmost. You'd always sit at the back and just pit people at the line. It's fun if nothing else you do like you do like 10 sprints then maybe you get fourth or something <laughs> and it's a whole lot of work and it's like it's kind of dumb but it's fun it's like it's, it's a whole bunch of sprints and you get to like shoot through the little gaps and uh and you get to piss people off which is always fun so, so the elimination race he's complaining about that to which i responded has he not seen fencing or the entire shooting sports i mean i'm pretty sure biathlon is the most dangerous event ever created you're skiing with a rifle (laughs) they have a safety on there you know i've seen spencer ski i would want a gun to be nowhere close that's when he's i agree i agree with that statement (laughs) i yeah i think we all agree with that statement i mean i don't know if i want to see a gun near spencer in general though so that's also true yeah yeah i mean so i gotta think that's not that that, that obviously is pretty lame cycling news track racing but little guy we're happy that you're back um but we had a lot of people chiming in about cyclepalooza and um again cyclepalooza is happening the friday before the richmond road cycling world championships Mm -hmm. um in september oh yeah and all types of bands are going to be there we have lance and the armstrongs Mm -hmm. we have ulrich all right we have um tainted supplement yeah and then rock uh on the on the eighties cover stage we have Cheapo Trick. Yep. Um lots of lots of good things going on. Uh probably one of my favorite uh, uh bands of all time, uh, even though it's a Christian uh, uh rock band, is called Sorry You Don't Believe in Miracles. Another fantastic um uh, recommendation <laughs> that came at us. We had uh Stephen Stephen Gibral Gibertoni told us that the asthmatics were going to be there as well oh um, good they're they're and, awesome and their song just one puff is going to be a fantastic and now yeah they may have a uh i hope they do i hope they, do guests. They, they might have special guests alessandro pataki um showing yeah. up so guys yes. against hashtag psychopalooza lots of he's not he's not as fa- he can't shred as fast as he used to you know <laughs> he like he's i mean he's i don't know you know the, yeah. he could just shred away faster. He still can play, but it's just it's just not yeah. it's not the same, but you know, it's still good. 
a lot of people were asking. Uh, unfortunately, the recumbents are going to be unavailable to uh, play because yeah. they're going to be at the Dubuque County Fair. Um, uh, I heard their I heard their singer had uh, like back issues or something, so he had to yeah. cancel part of the tour. You know, and the, well, yeah, they had to cancel the tour. But you know, the sales of uh, their their new EP Quill Stem were definitely mm. a little bit uh, low. <laughs> But because uh, because it, it didn't make any sense on a recumbent. <laughs> that was that was uh, the, the the Christian rock band recommendation. Sorry, you don't believe in miracles. Came from Henrik Enberg. We'd like to thank him for that. Yep. Um, they were really nice. uh, they were really important to come in. Oh, of course, Frank Cundiff, uh, who we're going to be staying with, also told us that booked their opening for us. Not even on the bill, just their own night is going to be the '90s boy band Seven Eleven. Nice. Nice. I'm looking forward to that one. So again, yeah, hashtag like a really early '90s boy band, though maybe even late '80s. Really? Yeah, maybe late '80s. Oh man, can you imagine 7-11 year olds in one place trying oh. to dance together? That's a so, big boy band. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm Henrik Enberg really nailed it out of the park for hashtag Psychopalooza with the uh, "Sorry You Don't Believe in Miracles." Mm-hmm. Um, God, I had forgotten that he had said that. That Lance had said that. That is just. God, he's a dickhead. You can like kind of forget <laughs> how big a dickhead he is, and then you just you just have to have a one quote from him. Yeah. Uh, Out of context, years later, oh, what a dickhead. Hey guys, we got a Twitter question. From okay. Jazzy D from Diamond Geezer. Which American yep. pro do you wish you were? <laughs> I don't think I wish I were any of the American pros. Which yep. one makes the most money? <laughs> I don't think that's the gist of his question. <laughs> oh, I thought it was just about material. I think it's, I think it's about you know who do you, who who are you most inspired I, by, or maybe who who do you I've wish when when you're out on that training ride by yourself and you're giving it up to climb or to the town line yeah. sprint or whatever. Like who do you who do you want to embody? Who do you fancy that you embody? Well, see, I'm always like I'm Jean Gazray or something in my mm-hmm. mind i like especially like if i'm with tim i look at tim and i pretend he's nicholas roach and then i just ride away from him i'm not giving you my <laughs> right, wheel right. and i sprint away so so you think guys of that in the I terms always, of american okay. pros so okay i always wish that i think? was well i always wish that i was obviously tyler hamilton you guys remember how i had yeah. i even dropped the shoulder you have a terrible climbing yeah, I, form um, yeah. i was uh i was always worse i was just always tyler. i was always screaming out random dog names um <laughs> You know, I was uh, blaming it on a just twin. Just like Tyler, like while he and when he'd attack, he would just yell out "sport" and like <laughs> so dog boat. So I've I've kind of moved on. So so now to answer this question, it's really who do I wish I wasn't? And we all know who we wish I wasn't. So therefore, I go, who has the opportunity to beat wasn't Tim more often? And after today, it really comes clear, guys. Taylor Finney, I'm all. Taylor Finney because he can beat up on TJ Van Gardner whenever he wants Mm. and it's Taylor Finney like hero dude came back from like that crash and now is like winning races guys that's what I wish I was how's your how's your TT form oh it's pretty amazing you've seen it I have some awesome (laughs) arrow bars yeah it's really good uh it's really good. Hey, should I call should I call Taylor Finney and see if he'll give me my arrow bars back yes (laughs) who do you wish you were little guy God, I have no idea. I truthfully, and I'm not just being asked, like, there's not a lot of American pros that I'm like, like, they all kind of just race conservatively. Taylor's is like as good as any, like, he attacks and like, 
is a pretty fairly exciting writer, but a lot of I think I like him because like a, a, like a Kale Reinen or somebody. Yeah, you could be a cyclocross. Yeah, guy. you could be J Pal. That's true. Yeah, you could be J Pal. That's true. Oh man, we got to talk about that. All right, first let's talk about that. We'll, okay. we'll stay on topic. Okay, we'll suspend- so mine is obvious. You know, I've I've always kind of fancied myself like a one day race kind of guy, even though we don't have a ton of stage races. So you can everybody in America is a one day race kind of guy. Um, and I'm like. I used to be, like, as a Cat 4, I was a pretty good climber. I've been an okay climber. Like, I was definitely an okay climber when I was a Cat 4. And as I started moving up through the ranks, you know, that uh, that glory diminished significantly <laughs> um, as I realized maybe I'm not a good climber. Maybe I was just, you know, good for a Cat 4. Um, and, then you know, I thought I was a good sprinter because I raced the track a lot and, you know, had a good success there and... And again, as I moved up through the categories, that uh, definitely diminished as well. So I got an okay, you know, sprint, an okay climb, and uh, but I'm not really that great at anything, and I'm bound to come up second quite a bit. So um, my uh, my choice would be clearly Dan Martin, the number one American. Um, oh my God. <laughs> I should have seen that coming. That yeah. Whole yeah. Setup. Yeah, that, I should have seen. I should have seen that coming, and you, you got me. You got me on that one. Nice. Yeah, damn, a, damn Dan Martin. You know, yeah, he can go ah. for it. He, I like his style. He attacks a lot. He crashes ridiculously sometimes. Um, yeah, he doesn't win all that much, and uh, people talk about him a lot for no real reason. So I, I think he really hey, embodies it, what I bring to the table. And you're both leaving Cannondale this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where do we, let's talk about Dan Martin for a second. Where do you guys think Dan Martin's gonna go? Well, in, isn't the, he, in the transfer news, isn't he's he not. Re- I don't know. Is he? Yeah. I haven't heard any confirmed. Have you heard? That's not confirmed, but that's it's a pretty serious seems... rumor. Yeah, is that he's going what? to Quickstep, which doesn't make a lot I, of sense. So, well, it makes a little sense because they're losing Kwiatkowski. Kwiatkowski's going to Sky. Yeah, but Dan Martin's um, like a subpar D-bar, I think. No, but he's he's a Kwiatkowski. I mean, he right he, yeah, he goes for the Ardennes true. classics and stuff. I guess the thing that I don't get is is the the French like second year pro man of the year a, a whatever Apollyano or whatever his name is on quick step. Like he seems so perfect for those races. I mean, what he was second at like in like two of the yeah. Ardennes classics. Like, why bring in a guy like Martin? When you've got this guy and he's like 23 and you could lock him down and like, obviously he can get better, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess when you got, when you got all the money that quick step has, I mean, they just always bring like a full deck of fucking cards. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that he would go there. I mean, the other option really for the budget he's got to be asking for is, is like a BMC. Um, yeah. And you don't want to go there. So, so we'll, we'll we'll get into uh, transfer news here in a second, but little guy, what American pro do you wish you were? Oh, you have an answer. Yes, long and hard. I think I got to be George Hincappy because <laughs> just like George, I'm I'm the most likely to have a carbon fork with an aluminum steerer tube. <laughs> <laughs> and so I feel I sort of feel. I feel his pain. Like, why did I? Why did I bring this subpar equipment to this race? <laughs> hey, this is Mo Bruno Roy, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. 
Okay, we were talking a little bit earlier, but did you guys hear this news? TJ Van Garderen may be going to a Trek Factory Racing. I've heard that rumor. That would make a lot of sense. I mean, it would. Um, how do you how do you feel about that? Uh, you know, he is following in the footsteps, maybe of uh, kind of a Lance to be the the, the anchor of a uh, an American team. Uh, if and they kind of need that. Like it makes sense for the best American stage racer to go yeah. race for track. But don't you feel? Well. I mean, I know BMC is a Swiss team, but BMC feels like also. I mean, they're they're, they're obviously a very like american market or don't forget the best american stage racer is chris horner that's right so i'm pretty sure trek is probably going to spend blow their whole budget on uh re-signing horner re-signing him (laughs) here's the thing though you guys they're gonna spend so much money to get tj over to them i guarantee if they would have re-signed horner they would have got a better result than they'll get from (laughs) signing tj and you know it i mean you know that horner like if he actually like been on the super good program and been in the world tour he could be like top five or more at one of these like like grand tours tj's always gonna falter he's not gonna do anything exciting (laughs) horner's gonna bring the magic he brings the old man magic there's no way he would even be top five at this year's volta this year's volta is absolutely stacked it is no really way. stacked, but he beat <laughs> Nibbles. I don't even know why the Vuelta ago. is calling itself the Vuelta right now. They may as well rebrand as Tour de France 2. Because yeah. it's, really, it's, it's going to be amazing. Be, yeah, we're going to get all the excitement that we wish the Tour had in the Vuelta. <laughs> you know, like all the crazy attacks. Because nobody nobody has anything to lose now, you know? like It's oh. insane. The lineups are... It's, other than Constantor not being there, which might almost, almost be better because... Uh, Micah's like off the leash for Tinkoff and he can go crazy now. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be, guys, it's going to, and then that Astana team, that's like oh, five okay. top it's five guys right there. Blow up. They're going to so, kill each other or really yeah. destroy everybody else. So, uh, so of course, in, in, in that uh, mindset, we've set up our, uh, our Velo Games um, Vuelta League uh, for all our fans to join. So that'll be exciting. Uh, Le Vuelta a la Slow Ride. Um, is on Vela Games, uh, code 1802195. We'll post that on Twitter as well at the Slow Ride Pod. So uh, go get your team stacked, do your research, or you can basically just copy and paste your uh, tour team in there. It should be fine. <laughs> hey, so uh, guys, since we're talking about the Volta, off top of your head, uh, who's going to be the winner and who is going to be the uh, follow them on the podium? Hmm. Hmm. That's tough. I don't know. I don't want to go first. Spencer, you okay. go first. Uh, I think we're going to... So this is not something I've put much thought into. No, actually. no. This is like... I don't even know who's starting. I'm just going to mm-hmm. go off like what mm-hmm. what what I'm feeling. You guys can... Every every starting. every good stage racer other than Conjador is starting. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like Aru uh, can pull this out. One or two guys out. are hurt. I think Aru can what? pull it out. Oh. No, you. That's bold. All yeah, right. that's, yeah. That's risky. I mean, I had, a, I had. Well, actually, hmm. I had uh, Contador <laughs> picked for the for the tour uh, double. I really thought he could do yeah. it. Um, and I want to see somebody do the double, but I don't want to see Chris Froome do the double. So, really? Yeah, I'm kind of. Oh, uh, could... I'm kind of screwed. Do you want to? So see... I'm going to pick a Rue. Do you want to because... see a Rue do the double double? No, because um, he could get second. And he could do a double-double. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think. Well, thanks for thanks for explaining that one, little guy. So, <laughs> well, I mean, neither of you said anything. Like you didn't know what the hell I was talking. I mean, I'd like to see. Like I'd it. like to see Nabali win, um, just so he can have something for his season. But I don't think he'll be able to. It's not like um, his season's been that bad, though. No, like, I know, just... but he needs a grand tour. I'd like to see him get it. So I'm going to put him third on the podium, and I'll throw. Uh, I guess I'll throw Froome in on second um, on the podium there. So he'll be in the middle of an Astana sandwich. Okay. So I, uh, my prediction for the 2015 Vuelta is we're going to see Alejandro Valverde take the win for Movistar. What? Uh, We are going to see Chris Froome in second, and then we are going to see Nairo Quintana in third for a Movistar sandwich. And interesting. The reason why is I think two different Froome sandwiches so far. The, re- the reason why is I think that uh, Quintana is going to be working all out for uh, Valverde. I think Valverde has been tapering all season for this. <laughs> to, to pay back all the work Valverde uh, does for Quintana. Tapering all season? Valverde's been racing. He's done, like, every other race that's happened hey, in the entire Was I the only one that was like, oh, God, <laughs> MTM Quebec? Like, I'm so excited for so much of this race. Mm-hmm. Um, Rory Sutherland is racing. Like, that's pretty cool. He had a big crash earlier this year, so it's cool to see him back. Um, you got Froome. Oh, guys, it's just going to be some amazing stuff. And let's not forget, we haven't even seen what team AG2R is bringing to the Vuelta. Yeah, the you know what they're not bringing? The gummy bear. They're probably not bringing the gummy the bear. Bencor, <laughs> right? Yeah, he's 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 back to Ulrich's house. I'm so bummed about that. I really, I really wanted to. Is, I, is wanted, I just wanted it. Is uh is Betancourt the new Ulrich? Is he the guy we're gonna look at his weight every year and decide if he's gonna he have is. a good tour? So, oh, he is. Do you think <laughs> we're just decide if he's actually gonna be allowed to race? Uh, I mean, that's, that's he's not he's not Ulrich because like Ulrich was was a big enough deal that he he showed up a little heavy pre tour. They had to put him in the team, you know, like he was the number one attraction for them. Yeah. They had to throw him in. They knew that even overweight, a little bit off form, he could get second, third, maybe fourth, right? He got fourth once. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like out of form Ulrich. But Carlos, eh, it's it's not that magical, you know? Yeah. He, the, the, the cocktails aren't as good as they used to He be. just has to so wait guys, it out, you know? Like uh, JCP is going to be retiring, <laughs> um, you know? It's got a few more guys to get out of his way, and, and he'll be back uh, as the only man there <laughs> on the, ag 2 the problem, and this this is a weird problem that He's a French team has now, He's is AG2R keeps having like good young riders, <laughs> yeah. like left and right. Is JCP only retiring from uh, Grand Tours, though? No, he's gonna. I heard he said the quote I heard was that he was gonna ride the Giro next year. So have a go, have a go at the Giro, and then he might retire. So, guys, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a prediction. I'm going to predict that TJ Van Garderen is not the highest-placed American in this race. Who will be the highest-placed American? The highest-placed American is going to be Lawson Craddock of Giant Alpecian. Uh, he, had that, he had that horrible crash at Tour Down Under, so he's been kind of out and just kind of training for the last, like, since February, basically. He's been out. Hmm. Uh, I think he's the one that had all that future hype and hope. I mean, it's not like he's uh, doesn't have a good pedigree of racing. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that's my prediction. You guys think it's, I'm totally wrong here? Um, I, I don't know anything about him as a rider. Yeah, I think, but I yeah. bet you. I googled him last week, and that's where I was like, "Huh." Yeah. And you want to know why I even looked him up? Why? That's something we haven't talked about on here. Highly recommend it. This is on the Slow Ride uh, podcast. Must do 
you have to go to Netflix and you have to watch the uh, Clean Spirit documentary that follows uh, the Argo team Argos Shimano at the tour with uh, Kittle and Eggenkolb. Hands down, the second best cycling documentary of all time. And what's the best? Overcoming? That is actually what I was going to say. Well, Pro Pro is pretty good, too. But Overcoming is pretty awesome. And the reason I like Overcoming a little bit more is that it's that was being filmed when like I was learning to become a cycling fan. So like that was the tour that really, you know, was really getting me going uh, Mm -hmm. or one of the tours and it's the T-Mobile team. The Argo Shimano though, I gained a lot of respect for Kittle. Um, But also like just the way it's, have you guys seen it? No, no, no. Guys, I got to just kind of correct you just briefly um, Overcoming is the CSC, uh, CSC movie. CSC, CSC, Hell, CSC on, movie. Hell on Wheels is the Hell team. On Wheels is the team I'm thinking yeah. of Hell on Wheels. Yep, okay. sorry. That's sorry. all right. They're both great See, movies. No, I would think the CSC would be your favorite. I know Tyler wasn't there anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's I the one uh, where there's a bottle handoff and uh, Gianni Reese runs over Bobby Schulich of <laughs> the team car. Like Bobby <laughs> crashes under the car and like breaks his wrist. It's, uh, yeah. There's some that. good stuff in that. Uh, I, so think I, I think I sent you guys both copies of that for free when I worked at World Cycling Productions. <laughs> I'll so, have to go rummage through my pile when mm-hmm. we're done with this. I sure hope you guys uh, watch that, and everybody should listen. Um, everyone that's listening should also watch it. Uh, lots of great stuff on there, and uh, one of my favorite. Hey, guys, big news, though. Kevin Reza hey. is doing a grand tour. Can I Can I get my prediction, Tim? Yeah, can I get mine? Sorry, 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 sorry. What's your go-out-on-the-limb prediction, little guy? I actually kind of have no idea. I just want to cut you off. Um, I I don't want to put Froome in the middle. Froome's going to win. What? Oh. You're both wrong. He's going to win. He's going to do the double. It's going to be cool. You're drinking um, the Kool Aid now, man. Do you think there's a way? Do you think there's a way that? Cool. Uh, do you think there's a way that uh, Froome will now like sue Oleg Tinkoff and be like, "You said if someone won the double, <laughs> like I got the double." <laughs> He said the triple. You had to do the triple. Yeah, no, I think I think, and you just had to do them. Oh, okay. We talked about this on the Slow Ride podcast. That's why. Um, that's why uh, Contador might show up at the very last minute because he hasn't God. totally ruined it out. That's true. That that I love that rumor. But you know that list has the list comes out like at the end of the week, and he has to be on that list as a reserve. Yeah. For them to so the the surprise goes away a couple days before. That's all right. That I'll still be surprised. Do you think oh, he can God. just like he takes off like a mask oh, and he's like it's me all along? <laughs> so that would be guy, cool. I, I'm not going to put him on my provisional podium. I think I, Froome's going to win. I think uh, Landa's going to get second because he's going to collude with Froome because mm. he's going to be working for Froome next year. That could be. And then uh, Valverde is going to be third. Uh, perpetual third. Postavio is going to be fourth. Real oh, close, right I off the podium. So. All right. Did you see like so, Nibbles or one of those guys was like we're talking about doing it and was like oh but Posavio I think he's gonna be strong and I was like yeah I like that God um, I can't wait for the Volta for probably the first time in a long time So yeah. do you guys have any out on the limb uh, predictions Yeah 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 Tim I like yours about Los Incratic. Uh I think you're on the right track I I don't know that you're 100 percent correct with that one but I do think you've got most of it correct I think there'll be a standout American and I think. The top American won't be TJ, but I I think I'm going to point to no. Joe Dombrowski. Oh, I thought you were going to uh. say Dan Martin. I was just going to be like, you can't do the same joke twice in one no, show. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's not as good a climber. Joe Dombrowski, do you no, think he impressed. Dombrowski's got three weeks in him. I don't, I don't, I don't think know. he has three weeks. I don't know. He looks, he looks like 
if a, a stiff wind comes up, it's over. But so does Froom. He is, he is no Froom looks like solid. Like there was a picture after what what Utah Joe Dombrowski just won Utah. There was like a picture of him like posing with some kids, and you were like, oh. Who's that kid in the middle that's wearing a Cannondale <laughs> kit? Oh, wait, it's Joe Dombrowski. And he's posing with some, like, nine-year-olds. Like, I know I know it's good to be small and stuff and light to go up hills. I completely understand that. But, like, oh, my God, the dude is, like, he's the smallest man in the Peloton. He makes Yanni Brockovich look fat. Uh, you know, speaking <laughs> of, uh, uh, well, not really Brockovich, but just of his <laughs> Of Izilk. Who's uh, who's going to place higher in the Volta final GC standings? Ready? Okay. Yaroslav Popovich, uh-huh. Frank Schleck, uh-huh. or Heimar Zubeldia? Schleck, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I, I might, uh, I uh, might I have to pander. I'm going to have to pander to Tim here and say, uh, I think it'll be, be Zubeldia. It's going to be Zubeldia. No. It's going to be Frankie. Come on. He's dollar? got. I'll bet you a dollar Frank will be the best All of right. those. All right. hey guys. I'm not taking that bet. Hey, we got a uh, quick question from uh, Matt Watts. He says, hey, guys, I decided not to call in during last week's episode, but I still have a burning question. What are your feelings about bells on bikes for the Greenway instead of saying on your left or nothing at all? You just go ring, ring. Thanks. I like keep it. Up the good work. And good was in quotations. Oh, that's nice of him. Um, so, so bells. So, How do we feel? I have a bell on one of my bikes. I like it. So I can, yeah, I can answer this actually with some experience as well. I, uh, I commute in every day on the path and, um, and I have a bell on my bike and I got it specifically because I hate with a burning passion. I hate saying on your left, on your left, on your left. I feel like a, I don't know. I feel like a tool bag, you know, like being like, rah, out of my way. Um, so there are signs on the greenway now. There's like signs with like a little picture of a roadie and it says it just says on your left. Like there's huh. like like there's like signs the they put up. That's no, no, dumb. it's like it's like real official signs like cuz they want people to say it because I bet people are just Ugh. like running into each other. I, I hate it. Take a picture it, of that for us it, on your flip phone. I uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll get an engraving of it. It drives me crazy. So I got the bell so I knew that I would you know, I could, my introverted self, I could, I can just ring the bell and go by and it'd be fine. And you know what I end up doing is just passing people without ringing the bell anyway, because I do too. No matter so what I, you do, you alert people and you say on your left and they swerve left and you panic. ring a bell and yeah. they freak out. And so, so I have I a just, couple of questions uh, for you on the bell. Okay. Do you, how far in advance do you ring the bell? Because like I have a bell on my mountain bike because I like using it on the trail. So when you're coming up on riders, you can ring it and then they they prepare to get out of the way rather than yelling mm-hmm. on your left. And it I usually depends give, on the bell, I think. Yeah. Do you have a hamburger <laughs> bell? Like what, what's your bell look like? Is it one of those just? Is it a flipper? Like you you pull down the the card or is it actually got like a? My bell's switch? I don't. My bell's like a little brass bell. And okay. It's really loud. So <laughs> so I could go. I could like ring it like a half block away. No okay. I don't so, know. So I, have like, I have like a teeny tiny minimalist bell. Uh, okay. So we have the same bell. Do you guys, little guy, you remember when we went to um, Ottawa for the, uh, we're yeah. on our way to North American cycle career championships. Yeah. And yeah. we, and I did that alley cat and the very first like busy intersection we got to, yeah. um, they just like all of a sudden out of nowhere, there's just shrieking whistles Yes. And those guys, those guys rocked it with a whistle, and they, yeah. they got that intersection to stop. 
They and, did. And then I, just, I started bringing a whistle with me for alley cats, and it was like the awesome secret weapon. Like you get to Hennepin and uh, uh, Lindale intersection, you could just blow that thing, and people would be like, all right, we'll, we'll let that guy go. It was it, pretty amazing. It works, but man, it's got to make people hate you. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. they already hate you because you're like, you're you're some dude like blowing through like five lights on your fixed gear, and then you almost run into some like child crossing the intersection, or like uh-huh. you, you hit an old man on the sidewalk, <laughs> and they hate you. But then now you're also whistling at them. Now you're that guy. Yeah, don't be that guy. That's. It's one of the rules. I, I'm with I'm with Spencer though. I I don't I I I like the bell, the concept because I don't want to say on your left a lot because I have a hard time projecting my voice. Mm. Um, and so if I say on your left, right as I say it, I'm like, I'm the only person that heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. you know, like it's really hard to yell it, and I feel like I have a hard time getting the proper volume. I either like say it, and it, and it sounds like I'm yelling at them, you know, and then I feel like this big weird jerk, like go on your left, and I'm that guy on the greenway. Mm-hmm. So that guy's out there, and he's he's doing a sprint right now, he's trying to get this Strava times. <laughs> but but you know, if you say it too quietly, if you try to say it like too casually, then you end up just being like on your left, and you're like, well, oh, the worst part I, is when you I, announce on your left, and like you guys alluded to, someone walks back into your lane. Because, like, they look over their right shoulder, and then they just start veering left. And yeah. I'm all about the bell. I think the bell is the, the the correct way, and I'm happy that you guys are commuting on your local greenways with bells, and I hope other people do it. I, end up, uh, no, I think it's just a nice thing to do. Uh, I end up using the bell a lot to yell at cars without yelling at them um, <laughs> more than I use it on the greenway. So. So it's a good way to take your like you're mad and you would just like flick them off or start yelling and then you just ring your bell and just yeah. look at them. I, I, I actually call it the douche bell. Like if you get a ring, like you did something douchey, you know. <laughs> so nice. so uh, that's I, the opposite been... reason that I got a bell initially, which was because I, I was years ago I was out for a ride and I was on like a side street in St. Paul and this little kid was riding down the block too and they rang their bell at me as they went by and I was like, oh, I don't have a, I can't answer them. I can't <laughs> say hello back with my bell. They were just like, hello, bing, 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 bing. So I got a bell. That's a good and idea. I've never had a kid ring a bell at me since. So this has been a pretty awesome episode. I really like it, guys, because we're getting lots of emails to the slow ride podcast at gmail.com and then also people hitting us up on Twitter at the slow ride pod. Uh, we got another email, a couple of long emails from Maggie Rose uh, in Jacksonville, Florida. And we're not going to read them all because, uh, you know, there's just so much content here. But he wants to know about the Greenway. He was visiting St. Paul. So he went into a local bike shop, went into Flanders, said hi to everybody. And then he, he got on the Greenway. And he said, holy cow, what an awesome piece of cycling infrastructure. My question is, I approached a couple of hybrid bikes. And I noticed there was a speed limit printed in my lane at 12 miles an hour. I was doing 18 to 20 at the time, and best I could judge, the hybrids were doing about 14. Since they were over the limit, I didn't feel the need to slow down. Just gave them plenty of room. Is this a commuting greenway faux pas? Should I abide by the speed limits on the greenway? What do you think? No, no, like the the you mean you mean like the around the lakes and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he was over near West Bank. Uh no, nobody follows those speed limits. But why do they put speed limits on there? Like that has to be the stupidest thing ever. Well, because they are they're not for they're not for flying. I mean, they're not they're not for they're not for roadies, right? Yeah. That's not the they're for some they're for people who like probably drove down to the 
down near the river and they took their bike off their bike rack and they're going to go for a leisurely ride along the river, along the parkway, you know? So it makes sense that there's a speed limit there because it's really not commuting. It's the same reason that, like, the speed limit on the parkway is 25. And the same reason, like, all those cars that, like, get mad when they get behind you and you're biking on the parkway and you're going 20 and they're just, like, freaking out. And, like, you're on a parkway. You're not supposed to use this to, like, shortcut and get somewhere really quick like the speed limit is 25 and it's like the longest 25 mile an hour road in the city yeah, like, well you're you know, not i think just... uh i think the the best summary of anything like this uh that i've heard actually came out of your mouth little guy when we were on a ride once um this much the same thing happened it wasn't on the parkway though um where a guy behind us in a car was just laying on the horn and we were moving along in a pretty good clip probably 22 or something and um, and you yelled back at him, and we're like, "It's the speed limit, not the speed requirement, asshole." Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I forgot I said that. Yeah, it's true, right? I mean, it's especially on the parkway. That's what drives me nuts. Yeah. It's like the speed limit is twenty-five, and you're like going, yeah, like you could be. There's times we've been like a group of couple people, like doing like a good clip on the parkway, and people freak out, and you're like, technically, you can go two miles an hour faster. Like you, you cannot yeah. tell me that you needed to yell at me and honk at me for two miles an hour. Like, what is that going to get you? Uh, well, drivers are crazy, but specifically, Maybe speed up. yeah, specifically yeah. about the Greenway. Um, just bike, go crazy. You, you know, got bike it. speed limit. Strava segment. I think, Ooh. yeah, I think the cities, you know, and this is probably true for all cities that set up the speed limits on paths and stuff. Like, they, they aren't. I mean, they're trying to reduce, like, racers using it to race on or whatever. Whatever fear they have of that, I don't know. But um, but I think a lot of uh, our council members and whatever people who make these rules, like, don't realize that not everybody's out for a leisurely ride, but can also not be racing. Like, there's this regular pace that people can go if they're trying to get somewhere that's you know, faster than 14 and, okay. and slower than 25, you know? Yeah. Well, and some uh, of those paths are like 10 miles an hour. And like, I mean, well, yeah, but for your average unfit person who's on a, on a hybrid or something like going 14 is pretty good. But yeah. if you got a road bike and, and you're on 25s and they're at 90 PSI, like going 14 is pretty minimal effort, you know? Well, I'd say just like on those paths, like your average person who's just commuting is going to probably be going like 12, 11, 12, 13, you know, like you're not going to probably be going 10. Like if you're commuting to work, even right. even if you're like in no way crushing it and you're like riding an old cruiser, like you're just going to end up going 12. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you guys we, have, we, go fast, whatever. Tim, yeah, you just yeah. moved to Orlando. Um, yeah. do you guys have a bike share program there? We do. It's called, okay. uh, juice bikes. And <laughs> it's actually they a could have bit... called it Capri Sun because <laughs> no Why one would know how to juice? use it just because of the oranges I think so and here's the thing it's actually a little bit different than the Nice Ride program so Nice Ride you know how there's the kiosks um, yeah. this one has like Nice, the nice Rides in Minnesota yeah Nice Rides Minnesota and we it's have... very similar to what you have in DC it's what City Bike in New York yeah, very we similar have, to all we have programs. the Hubway in Boston this, this thing is um it's about 15 uh, stations now across Orlando, and it gets fairly regular use. Lots of downtown uh, traffic. So why do you ask, Spencer? 
Well, it's uh, relating to, to to the paths. You know, I often see uh, commuters here in Boston using the the hubway system to to get to work and stuff. And uh, man, I I don't know if it's possible to ride those bikes. And I was gonna see if uh, you guys had the same experience. I don't know that it's possible to ride those bikes not at the absolute maximum speed that they can go because that's what it seems like every commuter on those bikes is doing. And maybe it's because they're 50 pounds and their gear tops out at whatever it is, but uh, everybody just seems to sprint on those things at all times. This is Eric Saunders. You're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Um, and then uh, we got an uh, email here from uh, our friend Derek Lewis of Rafa. And real, real quick, he says, I'm pretty sure that you dudes are knuckleheads. That's what it was. I'm challenging the both of you for a proper ride in New York City with a full, genuine wave to every road rider on course. And we're leaving at Fred High Tide, of course. See you dudes in Richmond, Virginia. Can't wait. But he has a question for us. Uh-oh. And he says this is on the highbrow of New York City cycling culture, waxing. He's like, the, bikes are, the bikos are doing it. It's better than chamois cream, way more expensive. And they want to know, little guy, are you down? To go see the hot wax lady? No, I don't want to do that. It sounds <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm not surprised by this answer whatsoever. What, what about for charity? I mean, is, are you pay, somebody else paying for it? Is no. it that kind of charity, like for me? Let's see. <laughs> let's see who can raise more money for charity between you and TJ Van Carter in Before Worlds RVA 2015, and the loser I has mean, to get shaved. I mean, I mean waxed. I mean, I'll get waxed. Like somebody <laughs> yeah. wants to pay for it but like it sounds kind of terrible and it's expensive and it's like maybe the loser of the arm wrestling match has to get waxed Uh, that'd be good the winner because the winner has to pay for it because then i'll just like oh you got me tj (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm out 20 bucks Uh, uh, oh only if tj had to wax me and uh i don't know if you guys saw i did uh we, we found, we got recommended a awesome new Instagram feed called Hubbard Watch. Hubbard Watch came to us from Brandon Gavick, friend of the podcast, promoter of uh, the Louisville 2014, 2013 foam party. Hubbard Watch, that's H-U-B-B-A-R-D. Um, lots of bibs, over shirts, and backward helmets on this Instagram feed. Interesting. Uh, it is amazing. Already over 4,000 followers. What is it? Hubbard Watch? Yeah, like, like Hubbard Broadcasting. Hubbard. Okay. Hubbard watched all one word. It oh, it is. There's some good glory in here, guys. And uh, right. I, haven't, I haven't heard about that yet. I'll check that out. That sounds good. So anyway, do you guys have anything else that we need to cover? I, I want to talk about the um, the the J Pow, the the behind oh, yeah. the barriers thing. Uh, mm. Not brought a tear to my of, eye. Brought a yeah, tear to my of. eye, but also brought a big smile when I realized that he was a ice cream man for a well, while. Well, you know, Tim. Uh, I, I actually, didn't know that. Ice cream, I, guys. I've gotten ice cream from that truck. Really? Yep. Uh. I, yep. So that was a that was a part of the jam uh, jam fund ride that uh, the J Pow helps put on uh, every year. So that was I, pretty cool. I'm disappointed. I'm very thankful for what he did for the Cyclocross World, and I'm and I hope that he's able to take the energy that he invested in that program 
for yeah. one really solid year of like all out cross domination. Cause I think that, can you imagine like how awesome it would be if Jay Powell just slayed it one year? I mean, like I'm talking Johnny Page silver at worlds level. Yeah. I mean, oh. he has been doing like a million things and it has seemed exactly. remarkable that he's still been able to crush it as much as he has, especially like domestically. He, he, and then, he, he, he runs Europe, off positivity, man. Also. Like he, he <laughs> seems to be fueled the by most like, yeah, just have like boundless energy. I just, I, it doesn't make sense. So mm-hmm. yeah, all the best to him. I hope, I hope he has a great, great go in Europe this year. That'd be fun to watch. So, yeah. And I, uh, got, I got one more thing, guys. Okay. What's that? This is slightly cyclocross related. Uh, somebody stole Papa John's Camaro. Again? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just saw it on Jalopnik like, earlier today. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. I just thought, I, I just remember. So, are we supposed to like. Louisville. <laughs> are we supposed to like that guy or not? Because, like, he did, well, he did help bring, like, race. cyclocross to, like, yeah, Louisville for a couple gotta, of years. Like but he's also part of the part of the just the horror that is cheese stuffed in crust. <laughs> I mean, and like that that dipping sauce, uh, that garlic see, dipping sauce, that's probably killed more people than tobacco. No, no, no. See the, the that shit, dipping sauce. That guy, stuff no. will kill you. It, it, it kill may. You. But here's the thing, little guy. It was it innovative. May? No, nope. they painted it on mice and it killed him. It gave him little cancer. guy. It was innovative. That <laughs> dipping sauce <laughs> set. Papa John's apart from uh, Domino's and Pizza from Hut. Pizza. Mm-hmm. It set him apart from pizza. It was like, oh, this isn't pizza anymore. Hey, uh, we also got a tweet uh, at the Slow Ride Pod from Dan from Nam. Uh, we were asking him Ooh. about his uh, agent, make sure that he was uh, going to get on the set with us as the host of Psychopalooza, um, be the VIP. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a little nervous because uh, Dan from Nam, his style is definitely going to be one of those like, oh, I was going to go before it was cool kind of thing. Um, with the beard and all that. But he said, hey, you know, I might be there. Just call my agent. And I said, do you have an agent? And he said, what's an agent? And mm. so, um, <laughs> that was a Dan, setup. it's a, yeah, I know what you're doing, Dan, playing hard to get, but we're here. Um, we got a six-person podium bike tweeted at us. Uh, we retweeted that one. Lots of cool stuff coming across the Twitter feed. And with that, it's, I'm pretty much done. If you've got anything else you want to talk about, uh, we can do that. I no, think I, I think we've covered all the bases here. Um Everybody should uh, check oh, out our, our oh. what? Oh, what? Did you guys see Mo Bruno Roy's tweet to us? Oh yeah, that was fantastic. Oh man, Mo Bruno Roy. So many people at the Ladies That Shred Clinic this weekend told me they listened to me on the Slow Ride Pod. Yeah, oh, cool. And hashtag sixteenth you know place. Hashtag. <laughs> Thank you, Mo. That was that was awesome. And you know what? That uh, that clinic was in Columbus, Ohio, which I didn't know we had reach down down that far. So that's pretty good. Ooh. I slept one time slept on the roof of a dentist office in Columbus, Ohio. That's pretty good. Little known fact. Only time yeah. I've been in Columbus. Yeah, the only time I've been in Columbus, I went to the Insomnia Cafe, which was on High Street, and I'm pretty sure it doesn't exist anymore, but uh, it was like one of those coffee shops that was cool before coffee shops were cool. Hey, Is you it know, an internet cafe? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know, Columbus, Ohio was the host of the, uh, what was it, the Midwest Jumpin' Ships? Or championships, yeah. yeah. That's cool because they couldn't say championships in the title. So yeah, that was awesome. Every do you think everything in Columbus is on High Street? Because I think it is. I think so. Yeah. No, dude, it's still there. Is it? 
<laughs> no, no, it's not. Never mind. Yeah, I didn't think <laughs> I just, so. I googled it, and then I when I when I scrolled down, it said Los Angeles. It's on, it's on seventy two eighty six Beverly Boulevard in L A. Yeah, uh, L A. listeners can tell us if it's anything like the one in Columbus used to be ten years ago. Wait, wait, I'm doing another search. This is great. <laughs> this makes for great radio. Um, all right. No, it's gone. Well, it's gone. We'd like to thank everybody for <laughs> listening to the Slow Ride podcast. And more importantly, we'd like to thank BK1 for that awesome theme off of Rhyme Series Entertainment and his album. Radio De Cannibal? Is there, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, sorry, I had a brain fart there. Radio De Cannibal. Uh, good stuff. And then also, we'd like to thank everyone for tweeting um, at the Slow Ride Pod, emailing us at slowridepodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, like it. Uh, give us a review. We had another great review coming in from someone saying, hey, love the Greenway stories. Keep it up. So, again, thank you. And uh, awesome. we, do, we do have one rule. That rule is don't be that guy. The second yep. rule is always, always, always wave to your fellow spandex clown-wearing nerds when you see them out there because they're like us. Unless they have a backwards helmet, and then you just wave, but you don't tell them their helmet's backwards because it's for enjoyment of everybody. Right. That's true. And I guess if you're in New York City... You can just give a slight nod, you know. You don't have to wave at everybody. But you have to acknowledge. That's that's what's important. Okay. All right. Finger wave. Finger wave's okay, too. Yeah. All right, you guys. All right. The Slow Ride Podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com And on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. George Hincapie. 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 George Hincapie.